and welcome to another episode of The Silver Lining. My name is Noelle Silver and I will be your host today. It is with distinct pleasure and in the most humble way that I share with you the story of someone who has struggled not just you know, recently and not just in our current climate, but really their entire life, um, but has found a way to bring joy, capability, um, inspiration to others. And so I really wanted to take a moment and let him share his story with you. Hi, my name is Dominique Terry, and I want to talk about how I'm dealing with myasthenia gravis. Myasthenia gravis is an autoimmune disease that has an effect on the muscles. It's a neurological disease. Um, it blocks neurotransmitters. It basically tells your muscles to stop working. Uh, it's very complex. Uh, they don't know what um, causes it. Um, it. It can happen to anyone. Uh, it happened to me when I was 10 years old. So I've been dealing with this for over 20 years now. And it's been a challenge. Um, but I, I overcame it and I'm still overcoming it to this day. So when I was 10 years old, I started noticing issues with my left eye. It was very droopy and I couldn't really open it. I would get teased and, you know, I didn't want to go to school. So I go to the doctor, they run some tests and um, they told me I had myasthenia gravis at the time. I couldn't pronounce it. I'm a kid. You know, I didn't really have any severe symptoms besides uh, my left um, eyelid. So I said, okay, it's no big deal. Uh, they gave me medication. Medication helped. I had to take medicine every four hours, still do to this day. But in the spring of 99, I, things started to really get worse. My speech was slurred. I had problem chewing, swallowing, walking. Um, I was basically helpless. And as a kid, you get depressed because you're watching all your friends have fun, and I couldn't do any of that. You know, I spent three months in a hospital. Uh, I was in a wheelchair. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't uh, bathe myself. I couldn't feed myself. I didn't have an appetite. I couldn't do anything. Talk. I was on a liquid diet. As a kid, I thought I was going to die because <laughs> I thought I was suffering. But um, the doctor explained to me different treatment plans. At the time, I didn't understand. I just didn't care. I said, hey, whatever you can to get me walking, to fix this, to get me walking again, I'm all for it, even if it hurts. Because, you know, as a kid, you're scared of hospitals. At least I was. So they tried different medicines, different treatments, didn't work. And then they put me on prednisone. And after about a couple months, I started to get a little bit better. And then the doctor said, well, you're going to have to have surgery. You're going to have to get your thymus gland removed. I said, well, what is that? Still really don't understand it to this day. But they say when you get older, you don't really need it. And I said, OK, remove it. Um, so I had to have surgery later that year. And the doctor told me because you have respiratory um, issues with myasthenia, you might be hooked up to a ventilator. So I'm like, um, wow. So that was kind of scary. So I had to get different treatments and I was strong enough to have the surgery. And once I had the surgery, 
you know, funny thing is I woke up and I said, okay, when are you guys starting the surgery? And they said, well, it's finished. I said, wow. And I wasn't hooked up to a ventilator. I went home the next day out of ICU. And I was kind of amazed, like, wow, like, I've been through a lot this that past year. And I wasn't able to walk and talk. And, you know, once I started getting treatment, I still was suffering from, from fatigue. And I still suffer from fatigue to this day. I have general weakness in my hands. Uh, it's hard for me to type. It's hard for me to write. Um, it, I still struggle with feeding myself every now and then. Um, it depends on the day. You know, it's autoimmune. Some days are better than others. And, but I'm still overcoming it because at least I'm able to walk. Uh, I'm able to talk a lot better. Um, I'm able to do what I love, which is create apps, create software. Um, I, I accepted at an early age that sports was out the door. Uh, but I will tell you one thing that happened. Um, here's a testimony. So I remember sitting, laying in the hospital bed and I said, you know, I want to at least play one more sport, at least give it a try. So um, after the surgery, about a couple years later, I was in, I was 13, eighth grade. I was a little stronger at the time. Um, I still had issues with my eyes, but I signed up to join the wrestling team. And that year I was undefeated on the wrestling team with my Astenia Gravis. And I took fourth place in the, well, I was undefeated until the big nine tournament, big nine tournament. I lost and I got a bronze medal fourth place. That was the last sport I was able to participate in because symptoms got worse. I started having other health issues because the prednisone, if you take, take it for so long, um, it can decrease your bone density. And that's what happened to me. And I ended up having osteoporosis. So that was a double blow. So that pretty much ended um, my run playing sports, but I was able to still play sports at least one more time. I guess you get what you asked for. But luckily, you know, I have a love for computers. Um, my depression didn't last too much longer because I knew I couldn't play sports. I always loved computers and I was able to just learn how to uh, fix computers. Um, I was really I'm still really passionate about it. And then later in life, it just led me to programming. So I started learning programming in college later. You know, I was 21 when I was, yeah, I was 20. Yeah, I was 21 when I started to learn how to code. And I picked that up by accident because I signed up for the wrong course in college. But that's another story. But dealing with myasthenia gravis every day is is challenging uh, when you're dealing with the autoimmune disease because every day varies. You have to make sure you protect your energy. Uh, remove yourself from negative situations. Um, there's days where I don't feel like getting out of bed and I have to push myself and say, you know what? I have to I have to do it and I have to understand my limitations. I'm pretty stubborn, so I have to understand my limitations and I have to rest and I have to realize I can't do what everyone else can do. Um, I had to finally accept that. And uh, so typically my day with myasthenia gravis now is a, I work from home. I'm starting a company. Uh, I build apps. I 
I built a lot of apps in the Microsoft Store and the Google Play Store. Um, I have successful apps in the Microsoft Store. Uh, with Myasthenia, uh, I'm still able to, even though it's a struggle for me to type because of weakness in my hands, I'm still able to enjoy creating software. I don't even let that phase me anymore. I don't even really, I just kind of learn to deal with it. Uh, some days are better than others when I type and some days are not. And I just have to rest. I have to rest periodically because of fatigue. Um, I have most of my strength early in the mornings. So if I want to do cleaning or exercising, I do that early in the day. And later in the evenings is when fatigue kicks in. I have to kind of rest and relax. And I try to do other activities. Uh, but I've been dealing with this for 20 years. And, you know, I feel blessed i've met other individuals who have the same condition as i do and they struggle to chew and swallow every day they have respiratory problems quite often um, these symptoms I, the last time i've had these symptoms was in 2016 um, i was in a stressful work environment um, i was you know, a contractor I was flying and I think flying in different climates, you know, I'm going from California to DC to Jersey, just different climates. And, um, I was feeling fine doing that, but it, it caught up with me and I got really sick and I had respiratory problems, I had chewing, swallowing. And I said, hey, I'm going to overcome this. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to start my own company. I'm going to try to work from home. And I said, you know, I, I'm a software developer. Why not just try to start your own company? I really didn't like um, working for a company and just under stress and people not really respecting that. People just, they say you look normal. That's why you know people say, well, you don't look sick. And I don't know what that means. And that's kind of offensive when people say you, you don't look sick. <laughs> um, I, I'd never understood that. Still don't to this day. When people see me, they say, well, you look normal um, until they actually see. Oh, well, yeah, I can see you struggle with your hands. You know, people will say, well, can I ask you a question? What's wrong? And then I tell them. So it's a struggle to this day and I'm still overcoming it. And the how I'm overcoming this is a positive attitude is a positive attitude. There's no other way. I mean, I can sit here and be mad and bitter. I can be. Uh, pessimistic about life but I still I'm still a happy person I still find joy um, we all have limitations at the end of the day um, it's not just me or anyone with any condition we all have limitations and we have to accept that and work around it but that doesn't make you less important than the next person and I just try to have a positive attitude and and I think that's why I think I'm doing well with this condition because my attitude um, if I'm stressed out or angry I start feeling weak tired um, unmotivated and I don't like feeling that way so having this condition has taught me to have a better attitude in life and I don't know if I would be this person um, if I didn't have this condition at an early age I had to kind of mature and look at life um, from a different lens than most people uh, because I couldn't necessarily do what everyone else does. I uh, didn't. I wasn't really a party person. Uh, no alcohol. No drugs. I remember my doctor told me, "You have to really be careful 
don't smoke, drink. And I said, you know what? I'm just not going to do that. Now, my weakness is junk food. So I said, if I'm going to do something bad, <laughs> it's probably food. So I don't want to do add any extra damage. Uh, but I've changed my diet. Um, I've changed my lifestyle. And you know, a lot of people don't look at me for having myasthenia gravis. And that's that's how I want it. I don't want people to look at me and say, hey, you're the kid. You're the person that has myasthenia gravis. Uh, people look at me for who I am, not for what I have. Um, myasthenia gravis doesn't have me. You know, I conquered myasthenia gravis and I'm conquering it every day. And I want to be able to share my story and inspire others. Um, there's not much awareness about myasthenia gravis. A lot of people don't know about it. So I decided to create an app called Living with Myasthenia Gravis. Um, it's only available for Android and uh, Windows right now, uh, but I'm looking to build an iOS version. I have a website for it, livingwithmyasteniagravis.com. Um, you can actually sign up on the site, keep your daily progress with Myasthenia Gravis. Uh, I want to build an app for uh, something that I would use um, that would help me and help others. And I've received great feedback uh, for the app. And a lot of people are thankful for me creating the app because you have apps for other uh, health issues, but you don't really see many with myasthenia gravis because people don't know about it. So I want to create software that can even help or even eventually partner with um, other organizations um, to help people uh, fight this disease. So that's how I'm overcoming myasthenia gravis. It's just having a positive attitude. And sometimes I sit here and I'm like, wow, I'm still here. You know, I've been through a lot. Um, you know, getting bullied in school every day, getting teased because my hands are weaker or my eyes are droopy. I had drooping eyelids and people will say, oh, you're on drugs. And, you know, that was offensive to me because I never used drugs and I never wanted to be looked at as that person. Um at one point I didn't want to be here because I would get teased every day going to school and I overcame that and I overcame that by my love for computers and just a positive attitude and a good support system I'm not too many people well my mom and my grandmother my main two support system that really uh, was there for me my friends did the best that they could uh, they really didn't understand but they they've gotten a lot better with it um, but I think it's hard for them to deal with seeing me um, in that state. So I'm in partial remission right now. And what that means is I don't have all the severe symptoms. Um, I just have the general weakness in my hands. Uh, so it is hard for me to write certain times, type, and like I said, feed myself, hold certain things, carry heavy objects. But I work around it and I ask for help and I have no problem asking for help. And the little strength that I do have, I try to help someone else too. So I hope this story um, encourages people just to have a positive attitude no matter what you're going through. We all go through things, um, whether it's a physical illness or not, um, stress. We have to just sit back and just focus on what we can control. And the biggest thing I learned having myasthenia gravis that I can't control everything. <laughs> So I accept 
uh, what I can't, I focus on what I can control, accept my limitations and I work around them. I don't make excuses, but I work around them. So my name is Dominique Terry and I just want to share my story and thank you for listening. Wow. Dominique Terry, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. There's so many great lessons that you have taught just through your experience. Uh, and I am just so grateful that you've had a moment to share your story with this, uh, with this show. Um, I really loved the way that you talked about, you know, the importance of knowing your capabilities and creating an environment where you can be successful. And I think entrepreneurship is very much that gateway for a lot of people. So it's really exciting to see your success um, and learn from the lessons that, that you've, you know, had the ability to work through. I also, of course, and anyone who knows me knows that I truly value the power of a positive attitude and um, just seeing you use that uh, to be able to overcome, you know, everything from the way people acted towards you to the way you were actually feeling to to make different choices on a daily basis and sometimes maybe hour by hour or minute by minute. to make positive choices and identify what you can control uh, and use that you know to really help other people the fact that your applications though built directly from your experience are now available worldwide and anyone with this or similar type of autoimmune autoimmune disease uh, they can be helped by you so thank you again so much for sharing um, i'm so grateful and i hope that everyone listening um takes a moment to review the show notes there's some links to resources if you want to check out the apps and also connect with dominique on uh, social media he is a really great individual to follow super inspirational and you know the world just keeps getting smaller so it's great to have another friend uh who is sharing the same mindset um of positivity optimism and growth Uh, that we all need to survive and do well in not only this environment, but really any challenge that we are working with. So so thanks again. It's been a pleasure to have you on the show and I look forward to seeing you all on the next episode.